0: I see the triangle, right? I, I figured it out. The voice of reason, the, the solid uh, Hold it down. The beige rage and the, <laughs> and the agitator. The Breakfast
1: Club. Everyone just kept telling me to
0: prep for this. One word to describe the Breakfast Club would be black. Impact in the culture. People watch the Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in, man.
2: The, the, I don't even know what to call The Breakfast Club. It's like brunch. Uh-huh. Envy. And Charlemagne.
0: Wake that ass up, get out of bed, and listen to the breakfast club. I'm
3: waking up. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 yo,
0: yo, 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 yo,
4: yo, 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 yo,
3: yo, yo. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, DJ. Charlemagne the God.
4: Peace to the
1: planet is Thursday. Yes, it's
3: Thursday.
1: One Good more day morning. until the weekend, and then uh, then our vacation starts.
5: Yes, yeah. it's a holiday weekend. Man.
1: But yes, we, it but is. It's a, it's a holiday weekend, but you know. Sorry, guys. We got to take breaks, right?
5: Yeah, we got to take breaks. This is
1: our uh, summer break after after
3: tomorrow. That's right. I'm out in Atlanta right now. Of course, my car show, Carcella, is in two days. I am super excited. Um. I just can't wait for the people to see all the surprises, all the cars, all the amusement rides, the food that we have. Uh, like I said, we have a NASCAR, black-owned NASCAR. Shout out to the New York Racing Team. Shout out to John. He has uh, his own NASCAR. And uh, that races, they win. They're going to be here. They're going to have the pit crew. They're going to show people how to change a tire, like, how they do it that fast They're going to teach
1: you because you don't know how.
3: Yeah, I actually... You don't know yeah, how so to like, change
1: no tire. No race car tire. Not nope. your own tires. Not nope. your bike tires.
3: Nope. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I don't even know how to change my bike tire. I got a flat one time, and, and the fellas had to help me change the tire. I don't even know how to change the bike tires. But they will be here. I got the monster truck. If you ever, you know, love it into monster truck, I actually have a monster truck going to be there. It's actually the monster truck that carried uh, DMX. So that's pretty dope. So, um... A Lot of people excited about that. And we just got so many different things, man. So I can't wait for you guys to to, to come on out. Shout the out snacks. Snacks is the Uber drive. You know What's sometimes you got a cool snacks. Uber yeah, his name is Snacks. He sound cute. You Shout call out him the Snacks, snacks the Uber drive. And that's
5: before you even get to snacks, I just wanna ask you. Back in the day with the car show, the main thing was, are there gonna be cute guys there? Maybe snacks. Are there, are more, maybe, snacks? Are there more snacks? Are
3: there more snacks? Snacks is married, guys. He's do they married.
5: still guy Do they still call guys snacky? Um yeah, and they call women snacks too. Okay, She's okay. A snack. That's trouble. We got that from trouble. Let's snack. She's well, that's, a snack. That's,
1: that's, that's, I'm glad you and your driver are bonding this morning. Yeah, we were you bonding this morning. He's
3: that's been a
5: big... a long time. So, is that his name kids. or you gave him that name? No, he <laughs> said, Yo,
3: shout me out. My name is Snacks. And I was like, All right, Snacks. Okay. Man. When, I pulled, when I got into the Uber, he had the boxes club <laughs> already. <around. laughs> I think it's
1: amazing. I think if I was in Atlanta, I would have a guy calling me Snacks, too.
3: <laughs> okay. Shut <laughs> up, man.
1: Drop one of clues bombs for the ATL, damn it. All
3: right.
5: So you guys snacks are thinking
1: about a blended family? <laughs> I tried to warn you, Snacks. I tried
6: to warn you, man. I hate you guys, man.
3: Y'all just start so early. All right, well, D.L. Snacks, Hughley Casey. will be joining us. Shut up. D.L. Hughley will be joining us this morning. D.L. So Hughley. DL Hughley. Yes. He,
1: that, that's crazy, though. What's that?
3: That's my nickname,
1: too, though. Uncle Snacky. No no one calls Snacky. Calls you one. Nobody calls you Snacks. What you mean? I didn't say Snacks. I said Uncle Snacky. Nobody calls you Uncle Snacky. i never heard look, that before I got before a in my cup life. right here. Look, somebody. Look. What, is, what did that say? What does that say? What does that say? What does the shot glass say? Uncle Snacky. Uncle
3: you Snacky. Bought, you bought
0: that for yourself?
3: You bought,
5: bought that for that's so yourself. Weird.
0: That's so crazy, no, I've yeah, never man. heard nobody say
3: anything about snacks or snacks. It's, it's
5: probably because of your like hips that. and
3: thighs. That's, hey, man, a win is a win.
5: That's where the snacks go. A win
3: is a win. <laughs> Slim thick over there. All right. A win is a win, okay? <laughs> Uncle Snacky. I hate you, man. Let's get the show cracker. Front page news, what we talking about?
5: Bill Cosby. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay.
3: All right, well let's get into uh, it. Uh, it's the Breakfast Club. Come morning. Let's go. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, light. Now, last night NBA, the Suns beat the Clippers one thirty to one oh three. They advanced to uh, Chris Paul's first NBA finals since nineteen ninety three. So, congratulations. To them now,
1: yeah. The Clippers were my um my, my preseason pick to win it all, but you know, with, with no Kawhi Leonard, that wasn't gonna happen. But they had a great season. But I mean, salute to Chris Paul, dropping a clues bounce with Chris Paul.
3: Now, what happened with um Patrick Beverly and Chris Paul? I seen him push him, and Chris Paul went to the floor. What happened? I have you know no idea. Happened? I was
1: sitting there watching the game, and I like, "How the hell did Patrick Beverly shove Chris Paul like that just now?" I was confused. Shoved him right in the back, shoved him to the floor. But yeah, I think the Phoenix Suns gonna 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 win it all. Because to me, it's about who. Who has the healthiest superstars on the floor at this point? So I don't know who's gonna come out of the Hawks-Bucks series at this point because I heard Giannis may or may not play tonight. Heard and, he's doubtful.
3: And shout out to Chris Paul. He, you know, he did what you know. I think. Everybody should do. He, he shouted the light skinned guy out on the team. He was like, "Shout to that light skinned <laughs> brother on the team, man! If it wasn't for him, man, this, that and the other." And I think that oh, every Devin, team you should have a. No, that's because Devin Booker.
1: Devin Book is a phenomenal player. I think you okay. should have a
3: light skinned person on every team. You know, like like what? I, you, shout me out, Charlamagne. Go. His talent,
1: Devin Booker's talent transcends his beige Okay, <laughs> drop on the clues bonds with Devin Booker. You can't then. take his beige away from him. I didn't take his beigeness. I said his talent transcends his beige oh, okay. I didn't take
3: what? his. Of course you can't take his beiges away from him. <laughs> there should be a beige person on every team. But go ahead, Ye, I mean, they gotta you gotta
1: got to be good. <laughs> you know <laughs> oh what I'm gosh. saying? I don't want here. just them on there because they're beige.
3: Shout out <laughs> to Devin Booker, Drake, I'll be sure, Christopher Williams, DJ Envy, did I forget anybody?
1: Yeah, those last three. You got to explain to this new generation who they are.
3: <laughs> like to the people who Christopher Williams, I'll be sure, and DJ Envy are. We All coming right? back, we coming back. you. What else
5: Alright, now Bill Cosby is back home. And that's all because the judge, uh, the Pennsylvania High Court ruled it was unduly prejudicial to allow five women with stories similar to Andrea Conson to testify. And the second reason was the former DA had cut a deal with Cosby that if he testified in a civil deposition, he would not face a trial criminally. So he had made incriminating statements during that uh, first one where he actually talked about drugging women and giving them quaaludes. And so how did this originally happen? Well, Andrea Constan, who was a former employee of Temple University, had testified that Bill Cosby gave her blue pills of unknown origin and that she drifted in and out of consciousness and that Bill Cosby then assaulted her sexually. So he was ultimately convicted of drugging and sexually assaulting Andrea Constan. And... So what they're saying is during that trial, the fact that they allowed five women with stories similar to Andrea Constance's story to testify, that made it unduly prejudicial. They also said that when he did admit that uh, in in a civil deposition, it wasn't supposed to be brought up during his criminal trial. So they did overturn that decision. Now Bill Cosby's family spokesperson, Andrew Wyatt, said this.
2: They vacated the conviction, meaning no trial, they overturned everything. He's going to be a free man, and, and that says a lot about the charges and about all the things that these women said about him. So we thank the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court for giving us justice, and this is the the justice that America has been looking for because Bill Cosby has always said that this is bigger than him. This is about every black man in America.
5: All right. Now, some of Bill Cosby's accusers are not too happy about this, of course. Here is Chelan Lasha speaking.
7: It's been hard and to see him to get away like that and everything he done to myself. He ruined a perfect, innocent girl. I'm sorry. But, you know, God is on my side. It'll be all right.
5: Here's Victoria Valentino, who is also another accuser. Here's what she said about Bill Cosby being released
8: i was just absolutely in shock and for this to come out of left field is just uh it's a gut punch you know and and for a legal glitch to come up after all of this is is just you know what does that say about a woman's worth a woman's value
5: do our lives mean nothing all of the lives that he damaged not to mention how we respond to our children Now, Bill Cosby is saying, I have never changed my stance nor my story. I've always maintained my innocence. Thank you to all my fans, supporters, and friends who stood by me through this ordeal. But the Montgomery County DA's office is saying that this does not exonerate him. It only means that he's being let go on a legal technicality. So the DA said, the majority decision by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court orders the release of William H. Cosby from state prison. He was found guilty by a jury and now goes free on a procedural issue that is irrelevant to the facts of the crime.
3: They locked him up illegally. That doesn't mean he's innocent, but they locked him up illegally. Does he have a lawsuit? Can he sue the state of Pennsylvania now?
5: That sure. hasn't happened yet, mm, so sure we don't know what he's planning to do. He, I don't know if he would want to right now and go through all this again, but he's, mm-hmm. he um, did spend two years out of a 10-year sentence in jail, and he can't be retried.
3: Mm. Right, because they, lock, they locked him up illegally, and there's a lot of brothers out there that get locked up illegally. Like they They, they, were, they could not lock him up, but they did it anyway. And he was locked up illegally. That doesn't make he that doesn't mean he's, he's innocent, but what they did to put him in jail was against the law. So that's why he was let go.
5: All right. Well, that is your front page news. And we'll have All more right. on this, of course, in rumors.
3: Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051 If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Would love to hear from you. Call us up. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: The Breakfast Club. <laughs> your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or
6: blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Good morning, it's Chris from Beaufort, South Carolina. Hey,
1: Beaufort, what's happening?
4: Chris, what up? What's going on? By, by way, by way of Jersey, good morning, y'all. I just want to get off my chest real quick. Uh, you know, this cause me think, like you mentioned. I, I think it should be completely celebrated, you know what I mean? I think that what we need to look at is what are we teaching one, our men. But also allowing, um, um, giving our women the space to continue to speak up when things like this happen, because we always forget that mm-hmm. uh, the women have to go through tremendous trials. I mean, it took decades for some of these women to actually speak up. Um. Right. And I know you guys usually push us off real quick. I don't want to mention. You guys always talk about homeless veterans. We talk about what? Oh, your phone, yeah, broke your phone up. is
5: breaking up, sir.
4: I work for homeless. What veteran program? You guys always talk about. How oh, work word. For homeless veterans.
1: Absolutely. I work for the
4: VA, and the VA has a program called HUD Badge that addresses uh, homelessness amongst veterans. And so, any veteran, all they gotta do is go to the local VA and uh, talk to a HUD Badge case manager or request housing assistance from a social worker. And I know. Whole bunch of stuff in there, but I've been trying to get it to get through for
3: the last two, three months. <laughs> All right, man. Well, keep doing the good work, brother.
5: I wish I could have understood him better.
3: He nah, said, he's, he's I, doing. I,
1: he said he's doing a lot of work with uh homeless NBA veterans, hospital. Yeah, and you know, homeless veterans. veterans get disrespected in this country. I gave about I gave about sixty dollars yesterday to the, the homeless veterans in this country, and I will never understand why you go out and fight for this country, and then you come back to this country, you don't have a place to stay, you don't have no money, job, like it's ridiculous. Nothing. Like no help. They should be getting yeah. taken care of for the rest of their life. I agree.
3: Hello, who's this? Yo, what's going on? This dope. Dope, what's up, man? Get it off your chest, bro.
6: I ain't really got nothing to get off my fist for it but but uh, I'm trying to propose to my old lady in at the
5: car show. Woo! At the car show? You got to make that happen, Evie. All, right. all
3: right, all right, all right. How you want to do it, bro? We can set this up right now. How you want to do it? Man, I want to be something memorable, you know what I mean? Why at you the know- car show, though? Um, well,
8: that's just a big moment for us.
3: That's right. Car show is a great <laughs> place to do it. Shut up, Charlemagne. <laughs> do you have a car in the car show? No, I mean I wish they would have got
1: my Don't down worry, my, you don't, you you don't need a call. I need to know what's the sentimental reasoning. You, said it's, big, big. you it's said it's a big. You said it's a big moment big. for you and your fiance. Why? Why? It's
5: like the Rag Nation brunch. Exactly.
1: <laughs> right. Like, why would you propose at Coachella? Like, yeah, why? You got
3: this. You got this. So what I'm gonna do is yeah, I'm gonna yeah. call you on stage, right? Yeah. And then you walk on stage, and I'm gonna be like, yo, you know, congratulations, you won. And I'm going to give you something that you want. And be like, you got something to say to the people. And then you call your wife up. You do it right
1: there was and Well, it's not his wife everybody. yet, Envy. I mean, you Wait. should you have should, you you said all of this off air.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I hope she says surprise. yes.
5: That's all I hope.
3: Where's your wife at now? She sleeping?
5: She's not his wife yet.
3: Oh, his fiance. She, she she's not was, his fiance
5: she, she yet. My,
3: your girlfriend. Come out
2: here you, you, you feel
3: me. <laughs> all right, well, what we'll do is we'll put you on hold so I'll get your information. And we're going to make this nice.
6: Hey, them, I appreciate all three of y'all. And on. you like Bro, do you have tickets to the car show? Yeah, we already got right, out right, of
3: Perfect, you. perfect, perfect. All right, we good, we, <laughs> go, I'll we like,
5: good. i be like, because if not, you got to do outside in the front. You can propose outside.
3: <laughs> all right, hold on, I'm going to get your information, man.
5: You can't most even get guys, in. Appreciate
3: y'all. <laughs> you know what? I'm touched that he would like to come to Carcella tonight. You're definitely to his
1: touched. Wife. I don't think he has nothing to do with you, sir. With snacks, that's okay, all snacks. This is the biggest thing happening, I guess, in Atlanta on a Saturday. He's going to be there.
3: I'm touched. All right. We're going to make that happen. We're going to make it nice for him. Get it off your chest. <laughs> 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm telling.
0: I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm telling. I'm calling, calling you. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Hello, who's this?
8: Romy Rome's in the
0: house. Romey oh my God. Rome. Good
1: morning, Romy Rome.
0: I ain't Rome.
1: say nothing, oh, Romy Rome. You. I'm with you. How are you? How are how, how you, how you doing at 45 years old this morning, brother? Man,
0: I'm 28 years old, and oh, no I just damn started my own trucking company.
1: Yes! Congratulations, oh, kid. Young
5: entrepreneur.
0: Shout out to the black businesses. Hello, Angela. Good morning. Good morning. We'd love call to see you. Especially for drama. I hear you leaving on Friday. I just want to give you blessings on your
1: new journey. Dramos has already leaving.
5: checked out long ago. Drama, <laughs>
1: Dramos and our producer Dan set yeah. all these calls up to have people call in <laughs> to say goodbye to Dramos. Dramos not, left two They're, weeks they're weeks not ago. slick. Man, like, get the hell out of here. Tell the truth. They told you to call in, right? No, I I made that up myself. And I was like, is this
0: Dramos? And he was like, no. I'm like, well, I just want to say something to Dramos and give him blessings and all that. I don't believe it.
4: Yeah, why are y'all such haters, bro? I don't believe (laughs) it. (laughs) Big haters,
0: Dramos. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you. He'll be back. (laughs) Shout out to Iowa. Thank you, bro. Iowa. I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry. What
5: does Iowa have to do with Wait. you, Dramos? <laughs> 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 shout
0: out,
1: Iowa. Said,
5: thank exactly. You. Thank you. Exactly. I would say, that y'all are some damn haters, bro. Let this man uh, we talk.
1: Ha- we, Dramos, we have no reason to hate on you, sir. Okay, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> none,
0: like, n- none whatsoever. <laughs> that
3: sounds like some hate. That's right. a little hate.
5: Go ahead, sir. <laughs> hey, shout out to
0: my mom. That's it. That's all I got. You I shout got out guys, Dramos before your word. mom? Wow. 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 Thank you, brother. Man, sorry, man.
5: Don't, Drama supposed to shout do out that. your mom, too. Wow. Don't,
0: do
4: don't do that, Angela Don't do that, <laughs> I
1: Angela mean, Yee. I mean, listen, I you, bro. here's the thing those calls, that's all the more reason you shouldn't leave. What? Because you ain't going to get that when you leave. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll learn. <laughs>
4: Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, Envy? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Yeah, what's up, Cedar God? Hey. Peace, King. Hey. Yeah, Oh, last night I was trying to get some, man. My girl was like, nope, you ain't getting nothing. Because another guy was looking at me at the gym, and I'm like, what that have to do with me? So now I'm what, I'm happened, no. Wait, what happened? Wait, because what happened? Another what, guy was checking you out at the gym and your wife wouldn't give you nah, something? No, 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 no. Not another girl. Another girl was checking at me at the gym, like, was, was looking at me. I, I didn't even know. She was mm. like, nope, now you ain't getting nothing tonight. So she, she was I'm jealous?
5: and you didn't even so do nothing? I, no, I didn't do anything. Is she normally a jealous no. person? Oh,
4: yeah. She's like that all the time, but last night, I didn't do anything. Just, just, You're not
1: telling us the whole story. Yeah, you did yeah, something, bro. You're not telling us the whole, it whole story. You, you flirted back. Past. You did
5: something.
1: No, I didn't do anything,
4: Charlotte, man. I'm You're a liar. You. I was just walking out of there, and I it just, man,
1: I don't know. It's just... Uh, if man, anything, I mean, another girl checking you out with makeup make her be like, oh, he's this People still on. want
4: him. Okay, what's that, though? I, I can't do anything. It's like, enough to, to
1: control her, her insecurity. I have nothing to do with it. You did something, bro. He
3: did something. Oh, you flirted yeah, back. You did something, man. Well, get some lotion this morning because you ain't getting none. A... All right, get it off your chest.
5: 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way? Yes, and find out what billionaire was hosting new pool parties and getting drunk.
3: We'll talk about it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
1: Yes, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne and got it. It. Oh, yeah, you go. I'm
3: here. Good morning, oh, I didn't everybody. Know you here. Say something. Open your mouth. I said I mouth. was here. Y'all was arguing the behind the mouth. scenes. <laughs> you Open and
1: Dramos. Because Dramos goodness is, gracious. is so entitled. He's so foolish. You're old. He, he, he,
5: wow. We're going to have this conversation <laughs> kind of tomorrow is
1: for is his that? last day.
5: <laughs> Dramos act like he's My not goodness. 30 plus years old. It don't matter. He'll learn. You're
1: just
3: old. He'll learn.
5: Okay, guys. All
1: right.
3: Let's get to the rumors. Let's go. This is the Rumor Report with Angela
0: Yee has it. And, and on The Breakfast Club. So
6: listen up. Nah,
5: nah, 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 nah. Well, now there are stories coming out about Bill Gates and they said that he, during Microsoft's early days in the late 80s and early 90s, he had a propensity for partying and they said during nights when he wasn't working his usual 17-hour days, he would have friends and dancers from local all nude nightclubs over. They would swim naked at his bachelor pad and... I'm sure that was a beautiful bachelor pad. They said he would round up all the girls himself and bring them over there. And according to James Wallace, he wrote two biographies on Bill Gates. He said, I don't know if he physically transported them or if he just told them where to show up.
1: What's the problem? Yeah, he was I'm bachelor. just telling you oh. what happened
5: oh. now in a statement Bill Gates' spokesperson said it is extremely disappointing that there have been so many lies published about the cause the circumstances and the timeline of Bill Gates' divorce the rumors and speculations surrounding Mr. Gates are becoming increasingly absurd and it's unfortunate that people who have little to no knowledge are being characterized as sources
1: yeah I don't even know the story that they're trying to paint of uh, Bill Gates anymore like what's the point okay he used to have parties and have fun so what? when he was single I can't, what does it matter?
5: Right, so they're saying that he did try to keep his romantic options open while he was dating Melinda, and he actually struggled to commit to her. All right, now, speaking of rumors, there was a rumor that Biz Markie had passed. I saw Envy sent out a message. I woke up this morning and saw that, but there's an official statement from Biz Markey's family saying the news of Biz Markey's passing is not true. Biz is still under medical care, surrounded by professionals who are working hard to provide the best health care possible. Biz's wife and family are touched by the outpouring of love and admiration from his friends, peers, and fans. They did They did say at this time, we ask for your continued thoughts and prayers during this difficult time
3: now I just want to say we have a group chat I wasn't out there just throwing uh, no I know you around. asked that chat. and I woke up and I was like because you were like no, a group chat. yeah I asked if, if Bismarck had passed because I, I wasn't sure because I didn't see it in too many places I seen people saying rest in peace but I hope he's uh, doing better and you know I, I pray and pray and pray he does okay as Charlemagne always says you know I hope that he has healing energy I sent him healing energy Bismarck is a, a great person great, great human being, being. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And, I saw Angie Martinez say yesterday that everybody's so thirsty to want to Report on death that they don't even care if the story is accurate or true, they just want to post. And she's absolutely positively right,
5: right? Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. And I saw, I guess, whoever does my Facebook page, somebody had posted it and then posted the uh, news that it wasn't true. So I was like, Where did this come from? All right, now, Doja Cat. I uh, was on with Big Boy and she was talking about an incident when her veneers fell out. Here's what she said But I went to get veneers uh-huh. and the little pieces like started to move a little bit, and it's because he wanted it to look good. Right. And so they couldn't stay in very well because they looked so good. They had to be like all separate. So this side just fell out in a, inside of a cookie the other day. I was Uh-oh. in a car, I spit out the cookie and I had to fish my teeth out of the cookie and throw it out the window. You threw the wow. teeth out? I threw the cookie out. Oh,
1: she threw Sheesh. the cookie out with the teeth in them? Oh, oh my teeth, gosh.
5: Man. Listen, y'all gotta get the right veneers when you get them. Yeah, I didn't Do know you?
1: veneers could come out. Well, Catties you know what? I think come out
5: first they give you temporary teeth, right? Before they put their actual veneers in. Mm-hmm. And when you have the temporary ones, you have to be really careful about what you eat. You can't have like certain sauces because it could stain the temporary stain ones your teeth mm-hmm. or until you certain... get the real ones. So first Even you get wine, temporary I think teeth. Too,
3: yeah. You remember when Charlemagne, and this this wasn't a veneer. I think this was a cap. He ate some fish. Oh, and some catfish.
1: We, <laughs> was it? Remember? It was a cap, and then was it was that cap
3: catfish. I was cat. so
1: mad at that restaurant. I was like, because you what know, happened? catfish eat anything, right? So I ate, I'm eating the catfish. I'm like, there's a goddamn tooth in my catfish.
5: Apparently you eat anything too. And then
1: after I finished eating, I'm like, wait a minute, what the hell happened to my tooth? <laughs> it was my tooth the whole time.
3: Yeah. I was so mad. had a cap in the back. <laughs> Yo, he was so mad. My
5: God, I've never eaten there again. There's a tooth in the thing. And he was
3: like, and he had to go in the garbage. He had to go in the garbage and fish it out. He was like, oh man, it was my cap. Uh, it was definitely my cap. <laughs>
5: All right. Uh-huh. Well, there you go. I mean, Ariana Grande is giving away $1 million worth of therapy to her fans, and she announced it on social media. She's teaming up with the mental health organization BetterHelp, and that pairs people seeking therapy with a licensed therapist.
1: I love it. Drop on a clues bond for Ariana Grande.
5: She posted on social media while acknowledging that therapy should not be for a privileged few, but something everyone has access to and acknowledging that this doesn't fix that issue in the long run. I really wanted to do this anyway in hopes of inspiring you to dip a toe in, to feel okay asking for help, and to hopefully rid your minds of any sort of self-judgment in doing
1: so. That's right. Today is actually the first day of uh, Minority Mental Health Month, Black Mental Health Month, BIPOC Mental Health Month, whatever. It's a lot of different titles, but yes. Today be the first day of that.
5: All right, well, that is your rumor report.
3: All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, we got front-page news next. What are we talking about?
5: Yes, and let's talk about a wedding where, and this is happening a lot more frequently, they're asking for their guests to have a certain type of criteria. We'll tell you what that is.
3: All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
0: Your mornings will never be the same.
5: If summer is inspiring you to be a little bit healthier, Audible is a great help. Check it out for guided meditations, motivating podcasts, and audiobooks on fitness and nutrition. Get your first audiobook free when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audible.com slash breakfast club.
3: I don't know what's going on this morning at the Breakfast Club, but I see Charlemagne and Dramos fighting too much. I don't we're know not, the fact that what? What? Ch- is Charlemagne leaving. We're not fighting. He's so sad. that Dramos is leaving. not leaving. Dramos is leaving. I mean, I don't know what's going on. they last. We're having each a
1: discussion other? about uh, dating because Dramos said that if you take what, a you woman don't out, date no more? he said if you take a woman <laughs> out on a first date, um, you should pay, but he expects her to act like she should pay. What'd you say?
3: I just want like the courtesy, like, hey, do you want me to, you know. Chip in or something like that. You know what I mean. No. Just show courtesy. You after all. Can up. we no.
5: do front page news?
3: All right, well let's get in some front page Thanks. news. We're gonna talk about this tomorrow, though. but anyway, mm-hmm. uh, congratulations to Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns. That's they right. Beat, they beat the uh, Clippers last night, one thirty to one oh three. So congratulations to them. They are in the NBA finals. Dropping so- the
1: clues, bonds for the Phoenix Suns. I picked the Clippers at the beginning of the season to win it all, but you know with Kawhi laying it down, we know that that wasn't gonna happen. But I, I think the Suns are gonna. Gonna take it all. CP three is gonna get his first ring this year.
3: I believe. Alright, what else we got easy?
5: Well the bride is requiring everyone at her wedding to be vaccinated. So now some of her family members are not going to attend. And what uh, the bride is saying is that she's got some issues with her immune system she said for my personal safety everybody that I'm around they need to be vaccinated just to protect myself and secondly we believe in science and scientists are telling us that getting vaccinated protects you from something that could kill you it's still ravaging the world around us as we speak
1: yeah I don't think there's anything wrong with that it's her wedding nope. you know what I mean so being I'm that it's her wedding that. she can set it up and curate it however she wants to and she probably knows the people in her family who <laughs> who wouldn't get the vaccine and it's the people she don't want to come anyway
5: well there's a lot of other brides to be that have actually made this requirement now it's a more popular thing that's been happening and some of them have gotten pushback like one woman was saying she thought her family and everybody would be into it but some people are like no screw the government and they said they're not getting the vaccine and so they're just not going to show up to the wedding and she said it's your autonomy to decide if you want to get vaccinated or not but it's our decision that we will only allow guests who have at least had their first vaccine to attend And she said some guests might end up getting it before the ceremony. Others might decide it's not worth it and not come at all. Mm. And her reason is she also has family members that are older, so she wants to make sure that they're protected. I'm not mad at it. It's her wedding. All right. Now, the Delta variant of COVID-19 has been detected in all 50 states and Washington, D.C., according to the latest tally from CNN. So here is what Dr. Fauci has to say.
4: When you have such a low level of vaccination superimposed upon a variant, that has a high degree of efficiency of spread, what you are gonna see among under-vaccinated regions, be they states, cities, or counties, you're gonna see these individual types of blips. It's almost like it's gonna be two Americas.
5: Certain states have less than 35% of residents fully vaccinated, like Mississippi, Alabama, Arkansas, Wyoming, and Louisiana, and what they are saying in Mississippi Uh, Just 29.7% of the population is fully vaccinated. Unvaccinated people have accounted for for more than 90% of COVID-19 cases and deaths in the past month. So they're just concerned with the Delta variant, which actually spreads a lot more quickly than everything else. They think that in those regions where there's low levels of vaccination, it's going to be more harmful. So
1: does the vaccine work against the uh,
5: JetBlue variant? Delta, don't call it the JetBlue variant. <laughs> um, yeah, they are saying, like we said, you know, um, unvaccinated people have accounted for more than ninety percent of the COVID nineteen mm-hmm. cases in Mississippi, and so and deaths in Mississippi. So they are saying that it is, uh, it appears to be working against that variant as well. And
1: I don't want to disrespect JetBlue or Delta because I like JetBlue or Delta. We should call it the Spirit variant, mm. okay, or, or the head. Southwest variant. Ugh. All
3: right, yeah. <laughs>
5: You guys are snobs. <laughs> all right, well, that is your front page news.
3: All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, D.L. Hughley will be joining us. We're going to okay. kick it with D.L., you know, comedian, He's got a new book out. host, author, and all that. He's got a new book
1: called How to Survive America out right now.
3: All right, so we're going to kick it with D.L. when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
1: Yes, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee. Uh, Envy's not here, but... We got one of my favorite people on the show right now, Mr. D.L. Hughley. He's got a new book out, How to Survive in America. D.L., what's up, my brother?
9: What's up, man? What's up, birthday boy? How you doing?
1: Man, I'm blessed, black, and highly
9: favored, man. Yeah, yeah, that's a good combination. How you doing, pretty one?
5: I'm good, D.L. How are you? Good to see you always.
9: I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm doing a lot better. I'm doing a lot better than last time this year. Last time this year. You had I COVID, was- right? Yeah, yeah, you know. Most people think it was Juneteenth, but it's the anniversary of me passing out on stage. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on. so hold on. It was was it the COVID or the passing out? Which one was it? Well, it, I passed. Well, I had COVID, but I I, I was dehydrated. You know, because I think drinking and flying and exercising probably ain't a good combination. But. um so I I, I was uh, and performing. So I, I just passed out on stage. Then they revealed to me I had COVID. But then I gave everybody I like. I'm talking about uh, Jasmine, uh, the, the whole uh, my son, my uh, everybody that worked with me. So it was the gift they kept on giving.
1: Well, look at the bright side. You you gave them the antibody too.
9: Yeah, I did. You know I guess, what I mean? See, <laughs> if a spider bite them, they'd be superheroes. See? That's right. <laughs>
5: blessing I just want to say that everybody survived that too because that's Absolutely. not an easy thing you know how how guilty you would feel like if you went back to work and then somebody didn't
9: make it And that's what's funny to me because because um it's, it's still people out there who I mean who don't believe the like outside was shut down but people still don't believe it and I think when you have seen what it has done to people I don't know anybody that hasn't lost somebody from this disease I don't know anybody that hasn't been affected by it in some way but I guess, you know, um, I'm very blessed that no one that I know of uh, uh, in, in, in my particular instance where right. I gave it to him uh, died. I'm, I'm happy about that. Now,
1: now Dia, you about to have your own Hughley school with your own curriculum. You keep putting out all these damn books, man. It's your third <laughs> book in like a year and a
9: half, it seemed like. <laughs> well, you know what? I wasn't even going to write the book, but then I got covid and I was hearing all these people talking about the disproportion, how the uh, you know COVID was disproportionately uh, affecting Black people. And I saw Jerome Adams come on TV and talk about how uh, it was our drinking mm. and eating. E- basically, intimated that it was our drinking, eating, and smoking. And and there's never been a time where something uh, bad happened to Black people that they didn't, in some kind of way, blame it on us. Mm. Like right, it's what we eat is what we smoke is what we drink. Um, as I recall, COVID was ravaging the world, but I didn't hear any other government officials all over anywhere in the world give a particular uh, dispensation to a group of people. They didn't say, well, you know, Italians, you get it because of this, or Spanish, you get it because of this. But there always has seemed to be this thing where America has to show us that it's our fault for existing, that like it's our fault for putting ourselves in these situation. So that was the uh, the impetus for the book.
5: I'm glad yeah, you're along still. those lines, you talk about George Floyd getting killed in the book and you say how they try to blame it on him and oh, yeah. talk about, oh, he had all this in his system and this is right. what happened. And so that's something that happens, you know, all the time here in the United States. And then we just saw the verdict for uh, Derek Chauvin, 22 and a half years. So what were your thoughts on that?
9: Well, did you, I, I was watching it like everyone else. And I knew immediately when the judge said I'm not going to be swayed by emotion or, or public opinion. Um, uh, and then he gave his verdict and his verdict was tepid because I don't think America's ever seen a black person die that they didn't think was inherently at fault for it. This man watched testimony. He watched witness testimony. He watched, he saw the facts. He watched that young man's uh, 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 daughter testify, a young daughter testify, but he, he he was more inclined to be sympathetic to the mother of a murdered woman than he was uh, the daughter of a murdered son. And I, the way he just took the emotion out of it. Uh, he could have just said, and it contrasted with that, had that been something that society, uh, you know, was abhorred by. Like, if, if it had been the reverse situation, he would have made a statement for society. He would have said, this is a boring society. We can't have it. Um, you know, when something happens to black people, um, it's just, ah, you know, it's bad, but it ain't that bad. Because they inherently believe that some kind of way uh, that it was our fault. And and the only way George Floyd wouldn't have gotten killed by Derek Chauvin is not to have met him that day. That that's right. Gonna say
1: that's right, and even even hearing Derek after the fact say, "Well, it's more things that's gonna come out that y'all don't know."
5: What more can we know? Yeah, come on, we've right. right. seen <laughs> it. Right, like <laughs> he, he didn't even say he did not even
9: look, man. If I'm genuinely sorry, I, we've all had to apologize for things that we were genuinely sorry about. You look a person in his eyes and you you you, you connect with him in some way. He gave the most formulaic. Well, it's more things that come out. Yeah. You're going to prison. That's right. Not like, and then you're gonna catch a federal beep. So, um, I just think when it comes to us, um, there's just never it's two things. America generally doesn't feel sorry for one's a great young black man, the other one's a great white shark. They just ah, <laughs>
1: Hey, I'm glad you said what you said about you know the way they view black people. Because I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but that's how I feel about them trying to push the vaccine to the black community and then acting like. We, we 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 the problem for pushing back as exactly. if as, as if this country hasn't shown us that the medical institution has been racist towards us since day one. Like we, like the distrust is for no reason.
9: Right. right. Well, I had Doctor Fauci on my show, and I and I said exactly that. But if you look at just look at the Haines Company and what they did. Just look at uh, Johnson and John Johnson Johnson, Johnson sold a product. Um, to black and brown women, uh, the, the baby powder. you remember black women had baby powder everywhere? Like, yeah, they swear yep. they were making cookies under their arms. I'm like, mm-hmm. what you doing? Like,
5: mm-hmm. now hold on, y'all, y'all was using baby powder too, di? Exactly y'all
9: right. was powdered. Yeah. You're exactly right, but that was sold to us because they believe because inherently we like we did not want to be seen as smelly or filthy, or and they sold that to us knowing it was poison, knowing that it would kill us, knowing that it would cause us physical harm. Now these same people are selling us a life saving serum, like yeah, like. So I, I can understand uh, the hesitant because the last time black people were invited for medical treatment, the line started in Tuskegee. I get it, but uh, we have a choice: either to accept that this isn't real and that God's going to take care of it, that it'll all go away, or to to do something um, that 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 kind of insulates you against something. So to me, uh, the choice is a, it's a devil's bargain. But I, I think I'm, I have seen what it's done, so I knew. What my I, I took the Moderna vaccine because a young black woman developed it. She was in technical development. And uh, in addition to sisters, if you take this, now in addition to the fact that it'll it potentially could save you because the sister development, it, it'll lay your edges down. So that <laughs> No Gorilla Glue for you, Dammit. <laughs> <laughs> how, how,
5: how, do, how do you get uh, Black people to be more open to uh, getting the vaccine, though? Because like you said, and as we all know, there is a history of us not distrusting the whole medical profession and, and things that have happened to us in the past. And I know they're trying to figure it out now. Like, how do we get this to into more uh, black people? So what are your thoughts on that? Like, how can you even make that something that we feel is more valuable?
9: So, we, so uh, listen, people believe, believe what they hear on the internet more than they hear from a medical professional. You have a doctor. If you don't have a doctor, I mean, you can find access to a doctor. Uh, then, then talk to somebody because you have to be an advocate in your own personal health, just like anything else. But um, and I think just got to stop listening. When I hear celebrities get on TV, I'm not taking it. I don't trust what's in it. I'm like, when you just on uh, cocaine, you would just on cocaine, right? Like you don't, you don't know what's in Remy Martin either. That don't you don't know what's in the Popeye's chicken sandwich either. Like so, um, at a certain point, uh, the, the, the the government and corporate America, this nexus has been detrimental to us. But is this disease real? Is it killing us disproportionately or not? Is there something that we can do about it or not? And I think in the end, you have you have an obligation, not only for you but your family and your community to make a sobering, intelligent, well, uh, well, uh, well-educated choice. You have to decide based on information what's best for you. And I think if if people are right then this vaccine is going to take all the people away, uh, it's going to be all the scientists, all the doctors. So it's going to be just a bunch of <laughs> Trump supporters and black conspiracy theorists on there. Who Lord have mercy.
1: That? <laughs> yeah, give give me the vaccine and. Let me get the f- out of here. I'm go- <laughs> I am I gonna don't want to live in a world where no nobody way. don't believe a damn thing. No <laughs> way. Know.
3: All right, we got more with D.L. Hughley when we come back, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with D.L.
9: Hughley. Yee.
5: What's been your own personal experience with going to the doctor, right? Even being able to choose the right doctor. What is? What has it been like for you personally, that journey?
9: Well, I think everybody like when I first uh, I have a doctor now, Dr. Lavin, who's a great doctor, But when I initially started going um, uh, to the doctor's office, I go to, it was a doctor named Dr. Brown, and he would never touch me or look at me. My stomach was killing me. I didn't know what was going on. This is 20, 25 years ago. Then I see this young kid walk by and I go, are you a doctor? And I told him what was going on. And that doctor started treating me. Now he treats my whole family. He has like, so he's and he treats a lot of people. But he started asking me questions and like, how can I decide what's wrong with you if I don't have an intimate intimate. Kind of, I have to see you, touch you. I have to see what's going on with you. I have to care. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so I think that if you look at how black people are treated, uh, you don't have to look for, for, further than Naomi Osaka when she said she wasn't, you know, mentally up to performing. They said that she was, she was, you know, weaponizing mental health. Um, they just don't believe us. If we're sick, they don't believe us. If we if we're hurt, they don't believe mm-hmm. it. One of the reasons we didn't get uh, hooked on opiates to the extent the rest of the country did, because we don't have doctors. Though you ain't in pain, so I ain't giving you nothing to stop it. So, so I think <laughs> the, the the idea that when we tell you we hurt, there's something in your mechanism in your mind that can't believe that black people can. Like even medical doctors right now believe black black people are bigger and more impervious to pain. We're not super. If a black uh, person had a superpower, it'd be the it should be the ability to make white people believe them. That that would be. Like... <laughs>
1: Hey, there's a great book you should read, DL, called uh, My Grandma's Hands. Uh, It's called My Grandma's Hands, Racialized Trauma in the Pathways to Mending Our Hearts and Bodies, man. They talk about that at length, about how about how white people just feel like we're just impervious to pain.
9: Text that to me. Like even the very J. Marion Sims, who had who had up until recently a statue in, uh, you know, in, in the park. And it's the father of modern gynecology. He performed um, surgery without anesthesia on enslaved black women. Like that's almost, right. almost everything that's associated with us, almost everything. Like even if you look at Juneteenth, more white people will be off on a day that commemorates the end of slavery. I'll be two, two and a half years later, we will be off the. And I think to make it fair, if we're gonna have a Juneteenth, white people should have to work all day for free that day. They all... <laughs> <laughs> for us. When do I get a break? You'll find out. There are things that America will accept and there are things that they won't. Like we've made incredible leaps. We will accept a man that a man is really a woman trapped in, 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 in in a woman's body or a woman's really a man trapped in a man's body. But we haven't grasped the concept that all black people aren't inherently inferior or inherently criminal. Like every time a black person gets shot. It's like, what about Chicago? I live in San Jose. What the hell that got to do with me? Like, so right. I think that there, even when I watch you do an interview with Pete Buttigieg and he was talking about how far America's come. Put- Buddha he- judge man. What did you call him?
5: He said it how it looks. He said it how it looks.
9: <laughs> I, don't know. I think he's a bright young kid, but I think like everybody else, he can't wrap his mind around the fact that America, either black people are infantile, or uh, amoral people, or America's been incredibly racist and monstrous. Either mm-hmm. they can't. When, when you when you look at the fact, like they always look how far we've come. Yes, but every one of our freedoms is attached to white people's notion of it. Every one of our freedoms has a moratorium on it. And every, like even the right to vote depends on which set of white men are in power at the time. Mm-hmm. When it gets uh, when it comes up for relax, mm-hmm. when it comes up a vote, when our freedoms are not in charge, tra- we shouldn't have to negotiate he- basic human freedoms. But we're as free as the white people in charge that day. Let us be. That's right. Freedom. We don't have to negotiate freedom. I don't have to have a panel. See, uh, and one of the things people say, well, it makes white people feel bad. This critical race theory. Yeah. yeah, Learning about racism is bad, but change was a lot worse. That's right. That's right. So I don't I don't understand. And there is this notion that you you, whatever has happened to you has to have been your fault or my forefathers were just monsters. Like, we have monsters on the on the $20 bill. It's the, the, the fact that we got a rapist and a murder on our money that we have to work hard mm. for is ironic to me.
1: I, I, I hate the fact that they point to the creed of this country and say, yeah, th- this is what this country is all about. If this country was really about freedom, just freedom, liberty, and justice for all, we wouldn't have to fight for our rights.
9: Who has to fight for the even black people are the only force, the only being, the only being in existence that has to other ask other beings for his right to exist.
7: Mm.
9: It's right to just live. No one's telling you we want to be in charge. We're saying we have the basic right that our lives matter. Is is a political statement that starts fights. That's right. Like I never thought I'd see America so scared of a disease they let us walk around with masks on. I just. (laughs) <laughs> and it's, just, it's just getting around this notion and and and, and helping having black people understand this notion like i hear um you know and you hear this all the time black on black crime but black black children who have black teachers throughout the course of their educational uh, 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 journey are more likely to go on to school black women and black people who have black uh, medical uh, doctors and, and healthcare professionals are more likely to have a successful outcome. We can't be bad for each other if we teach each other how to learn and we lead each other to life. We can't be bad right. for each other. Mm-hmm. If it, if it, just, just having black people around you makes you safer and opens your mind up. How can we be bad to each other? And why do we sell the notion that we are?
1: Man, yo, it's the illest mind, DL. F- the, uh, these th- th- these colonizers who, who killed, raped, pillaged all around the world, most violent people you've ever seen, hey, convince right. the world that we the violent
9: ones yeah. and, and convince each it. other that we the violent ones. And you know, like when everybody always go, oh, we like crabs in a bucket. Well, you idiot, crabs don't belong in a bucket. If you put anything, <laughs> anything <laughs> in your <a bucket, laughs> fight doesn't vibe. People are idiots, it's crazy to me. <laughs>
5: I was going to say back to your black on black crime, because, yes, people always bring that up. And I can't stand when people do that, when it has nothing to do with the uh, matter at hand, when you're talking about police brutality against black people. And they're like, well, black people need to stop killing each other. And you're right. And you say it in the book too: black on black doctoring. Let's talk about that black on black entrepreneurship and how we help we can help each other out so much. And that representation really does matter, because how do you know what you can be or do and how can somebody help you better than uh, somebody that looks like you? Right.
9: What people we learn by seeing things, like like some people, and hearing things. We're audio didactic to a large degree. Whatever we are right now is what we see. Like like people start playing bad. Black people start playing basketball because they saw black people doing. It. We started look, look at what happened when black people watched The Cosby's. How many people went to college? Look at what happened now when Barack Obama ran for president, and look how many people became involved in the political process. Um, um um and you there's a direct correlation between cosby watching cosby not not all the stuff that happened after and <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to watch it, you didn't watch it and america's acceptance of a black father or a black leader position you there there so we 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 do what we see and if you took all of the resources out of anywhere if the a rose and a, and a weed fight for the same resources as black people doing these like crime isn't isn't based on on race it's based on poverty show me a safe poor place but nobody everybody chicago is the whipping boy for all that's wrong in the black community nobody ever talks about west virginia that's right thousands more pills than than, than people nobody ever makes a connection nobody everybody talks about black on black crime as if we are all inherently the same nobody talks about white racism the same way nobody does that that's right well i just I, i just i think it's it, it, we have to ha- start having different conversations with people, and 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 the only way I can do it is either through a joke or a book. Why why can't
1: politicians just say America is a racist country? Whether it's Secretary Pete, whether it's you know OG Jim Clyburn, VP Harris, Tim Scott, why why can't politicians just say America is a racist country?
9: Anybody that gets money from somebody that they got to make feel good, whether it's a dope dealer, a preacher, or a politician, all have the same interest. They don't make you feel good if you're not coming back. If they're not, if you're not america's fat and ignorant because we eat we, we we like too much sweet in our food and in our conversation we have to feel good we're a nation full of inter- infantile children i know that if i want to be a healthy human being i can't only consume what i like i can't eat dessert all the time that's right but we we hear the things we want to hear and whatever we don't want to hear we won't like, we, 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 we go in these echo chambers. Like, we, we we live around people that are like us. We talk to people that are like us. You, you never see anybody from Fox News go anywhere else because they only play home games. Wow. Like how great champion could you be if you only played in front of your home crowd? That's you can't real. win. The greatest teams are the teams that can win anywhere. But you're so afraid of having your notion challenged that you will only play for the team that, that you shoot up for every day. All right, well, don't move. We got
3: more with D.L. Hughley. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club.
9: We're still kicking it with D.L. Hughley.
5: Yee. D.L., since we were talking about purpose, when did you realize what your purpose is?
9: I, you know, I think it It evolves. I think that before I just wanted to get out of where I was at and then I wanted to make money and then I wanted to laugh and then I wanted to raise a family and now I just want people to you know whether people dig what I say or don't it's not my it's not my gig laughing a boo pretty much the same thing to me but as long as I'm clear and my my gig right now is to be as clear as possible and I think um, I think there is a peace and clarity. That that gives me a, a, a more satiated now than I've ever been because I know what I'm saying. I believe. I know that I feel it, and I know that it I, I'm ready to accept what other people will assess that as. What, what's harder to write, DL? Books or stand up? Nothing. Stand no, not, up's easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like like I'll see something and it'll be funny to me. Like like now like irony is funny to me. Like now I remember Caitlyn Jenner. She said that she didn't believe sisters are athletes. She'd be able to compete against transgender athletes. People got mad. And I was like, I don't know why she has been all of them. Like literally she's been all of them. Like <laughs> she's on the weed box and the tampon box. How are you mad at somebody that is... <laughs> Jokes are easier to write because they're, they're, they're just, uh, I, I like it's ironic twist in something and it's just funny to me. And so, and then I don't have an expectation of what people will feel about that. So I just, I, I think that's easier. It's harder to write uh, a book because it, it's more collaboration and you have to involve more things in your innate ability to communicate yeah. you
5: know we saw we saw Cat Williams saying that Cedric stole one of his jokes and it turned into a thing and Cedric responded have you ever been accused of stealing a joke or I mean, had an experience
9: yes of course the first mm-hmm. time I ever started doing to- comedy here in Los Angeles Tommy Davidson said hey that's that's my joke and he was right I was-, <laughs> was oh you right. stole it from him <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know it was his, but yeah, of course. I started 30 years ago. You you do what you see, and then after a while, you become. And I, that's what's insulting. Stop pretending like you didn't. You did something that somebody did something to you you didn't do to somebody. Everybody steals in the beginning. I don't care who you are, and how great you become. If you, find tell me a comic who said he's never stole a joke, and I call, I'll show you a liar. That's ridiculous. And but mm-hmm. but and it's not the jokes that make things funny. Nobody ever broke because of a joke. Nobody, nobody ever bro- broke because of joke. They all break because of the personality. But Cat is a brilliant comic. No matter what he says, it's gonna be pretty brilliant. Say is a brilliant comic, and in the end, they're two different people mm-hmm. with two different perspectives. You would never go to a Cat Williams show and expect Cedric, and you never go to a Cedric show to expect Cat. But I know this. I've never seen Say, and I've known him I, my whole like my whole career. My wife, and my wife, you can tell when we got a residual check because they'll be gone and it'll be empty un- envelopes, but. <laughs> I've never seen somebody, I've never seen a dude who people, who's more loved and respected than him. He's so loved and respected. I can't stand him sometimes. I'm like, man, nobody. Really <laughs> said about you. Like one time, Dick Gregory said something bad about me and I could I, I was so happy. It literally made my day. It made my day. <laughs> if, if if what Kat said was true and it made my day, if I believed it, it would have made my day because I'm like, finally, somebody said something bad about you. But yeah. I just I think that they're just different people, and and you can have a different idea. Of it, but I don't I don't there there there's one event, thousands of perspectives, and I I just I've just never seen say be that kind of dude. You gotta tell yeah. me. Now Dale, back to how do you... back to
5: yeah back to Tommy Davidson. Yeah, you I... gotta expand on that. And did you apologize? Like what happens what when you steal a joke?
9: I got defensive and started wanting to fight because I was wrong and dumb. Yeah. But Tommy how do you Dave... steal from somebody but didn't know you stole from him? Because you hear it, you just hear a joke. Like I heard somebody telling a joke. Uh, you know, just in parlance. Now I didn't know it was Tommy Davidson because I wouldn't have known uh, who he was. But I was in. The, he was. Yeah, I audience. and that dude came up to me and uh, he said, "Hey, man, that's my joke." And I mean, who? What the? Who, you know, all that kind of stuff. And he was right. And I apologize. <laughs> That's he, when you, that's when I didn't you, steal, that's when years later, but he was right. Uh,
1: that's when you steal a nigga chain from somebody who stole a chain from somebody right,
10: else. Right. In
9: the if you feel like, I don't know, it's yours, then I'm American, <laughs> I'm quintessentially American. Now, now, what
5: about getting a joke stolen from you, though, right? Since okay. you stole his joke. And have you confronted people like oh, you know
9: you stole my? Remember much. when we used to do Def Jam? People do that all the time, but it was it was ironic because I knew I had already done it, so now I'm just gonna pretend <laughs> like I didn't know I did it. Steal from me all you want, you can't steal me. Hey, I tell Duval that all the
1: time, and you in the same space, DL. It's almost impossible not to take from you because you're on the radio, you got a podcast, you do stand up. Like they hear you so much, it's probably stuff you say that you don't even think about. You know what I mean? And and somebody might grab it and turn it into a whole
9: bit but it, 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 what it's called uh 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 we you can't everything's in the that guys but you know what i don't do what i don't do is i'm always late performance because i never want to see who's on before me i never go because mm. like, i don't want to have that thing in my head i never i walk on right before i'm on stage me and my dog get there we go on stage and we do our job because well now and plus i don't want anybody's uh thought of a, of a of a situation uh affect mine like i i didn't when i was watching uh, like I, I'll watch them like I was Prince Philip passed on 99 years old, which is very sad. And he survived world wars. He's survived COVID, but he didn't get past that Oprah interview. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a black grandbaby, huh? It's, it's Buckingham palace, not Buck. I didn't <laughs> <laughs> okay. but things like that are right, like, I'm, I'm attracted to very, to, to darker uh, perspectives. Like I'm, I'm glad that New York, Finally, is looking at legalizing marijuana because, and all it took was to have a governor accused of sexual assault. That's all it took. Like he touched my ass, y'all want some weed? weed? (laughs) 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 Just just like I like things that are that are that are more uh, sensitive. I didn't. I didn't feel bad for Meghan Markle. I didn't. I I feel. I think it's silly to pretend like you didn't know that the people who began the process of colonization same. are gonna change things because of the black girl from suits. Same. They're not gonna do that. I was like, "What did she expect?" I was like, "What, what, what,
1: what existence has she lived that she thought things was gonna be different from her?" That, that was like a, <laughs> a wake up call to me.
9: Right. Like I. But. You bless you in the royal I don't care what you call me if I'm in the royal family. Nigga, certain nigga to you. Now, somebody <laughs> walk me to the royal family. I'm not.
5: But, you know, until, until you're there, you don't know how bad it is, too. And when you're having a baby, I think that makes it even worse when you're thinking about bringing a baby into that situation.
9: I think that I, I've had babies. And let me tell you this. I've had a few of them. You know, I've, I've done it. But I think that it is. Presumptuous to believe that you get to escape, it, 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 you get a pass from blackness. I don't care who you're around. I don't care who you're around. That's right. You, you no one, no black person. I don't care. Here, there's there are things. I don't care whether you're Tim Scott or whether you're Charlemagne the guy, There are things that, as a black man, some experience you're going to have, and you don't get to skip them. And to believe yeah, but- <laughs> you skip them, believe that you have a notion of yourself. That, that is different.
1: That's right. That's why but, I
5: but in your head and your head, maybe you think you can handle it too. Right? Like maybe you're saying, okay, I know it's going to be tough. And then you get there and it's like, I can't do this. You know what I'm saying? And you're allowed to walk away from that, but maybe, you know, it's going to happen and you're thinking, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to say this, I'm going to do this. And they're
9: going to, and they're going to, they're going to forget that I'm black. They're going to, no, forget. not that
5: they'll forget, but maybe you think you can take it. Uh, so you can't take it i
9: think that it's a it's awful presumptuous to believe that you are going to have experiences that, that, that i i just in my estimation and and, and obviously i feel empathic for her because i think a woman and emotions and having children and wanting everybody to love your children and to have i think that that's human except're we not viewed as human <laughs> except that in, inherently right. we're not viewed as human so i don't i don't i, I feel and bad even, for and even her.
5: Having a baby and your hormones, and I'm sure, like, it makes you more emotion, You know, so who knows? I mean, I can't, you know, judge that. I know this.
9: No matter what, I don't care. Hormones, a beautiful baby, Archie, I don't care. None of that. That didn't change the way they saw her.
1: That's right. They, they them it. white supremacists don't give a f- what she was going through.
9: Anyway, you, she, she, quiet as it's kept, she ain't the first black woman that had had a baby they didn't care nothing about. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, DL, brother, we love you, man. How to survive in America is out right now. Make sure y'all go grab that. You going back on tour anytime soon? Yeah,
9: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm He's
5: out. out. He's out here.
9: Yeah, I'm 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 writing a new uh new uh special called Neat. Neat? Yeah. Like I like my liquor neat. Not shaking, not stirred, no added it's preserved, just neat. I like
1: that.
9: <laughs> I like that. I like that.
1: DL Hughley, it's the Breakfast Club.
2: It's about time. What's going on?
0: This is the rumor report
5: Sharks
0: with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club.
5: Well, you never know what people went through as they grew up as a child, what they're going on in their real, what's going on in their real life. And Kevin Gates was on Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson, and he said he was going to be really open and honest, and he shared a story that he's never spoken about publicly.
0: It was an escape
1: for me. I grew up real, real violent and real aggressive, not because I wanted to be
6: but I was molested when I was a child. So I had this fear of being vulnerable. So I took all every kind of martial arts you could take. And I even boxed, I did everything. And I wanted to be the
1: toughest person on earth, but writing and making music was always an escape for me.
6: Like I never had the like the to come out and say that.
1: I respect it. You can't Mm -hmm. can't Mm hear what you don't reveal. You got to deal with your trauma, your trauma will deal with you. So it's good that he's having that conversation.
5: And Mike Tyson did say he identified with those experiences as well, mm-hmm. you know, because he revealed this to about seven years ago on OP radio. He said he was a victim of molestation, an older man who bullied him and snatched him off the street when he was a little kid. And he said he never seen him again. So those are open and honest experiences. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Bill Cosby is back home and he has broken his silence after his conviction was thrown out. It was overturned and he is now free. Now, according to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, they ruled there's two reasons why the conviction could not stand. The judge allowed prosecutors to call five other accusers during the trial. And Bill Cosby should never have been criminally prosecuted based on an agreement that he made with the former D.A. So with the former DA, Bruce Castor, he had cut a deal that if he testified in a civil deposition, he would not face a criminal trial. During that deposition, Cosby made some incriminating statements about drugging women, and it was presented at trial. So the Supreme Court did rule that that deal was broken by prosecutors. So just so people know, it's not that they're saying that he's innocent. It's just that this was a technicality and He should not have been facing this trial at all. He cannot be retried. Now, here is a spokesperson for Bill Cosby's family, Andrew Wyatt, speaking.
2: They vacated the conviction, meaning no trial. They overturned everything. He's going to be a free man. And and that says a lot about the charges and about all the things that these women said about him. We thank the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court for giving us justice and this is the the justice that america has been looking for because bill cosby has always said that this is bigger than him this is about every black man in america
5: all right, Bill Cosby also released a statement. He said, I've never changed my stance nor my story. I've always maintained my innocence. Thank you to all my fans, supporters, and friends who stood by me through this ordeal. Special thanks to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court for upholding the rule of law. Now, Andrea Constant, of course, is not happy. She's the woman that was actually uh, testified in court saying that he gave her her three blue pills and then sexually assaulted her. And so she said it's concerning because it may discourage those who seek justice for sexual assault in the criminal justice system from reporting or participating in the prosecution of the assailant or may force a victim to choose between filing either a criminal or civil action. Some of his other accusers are also speaking out, saying that he's still dangerous after this overturned conviction. And Gloria Allred, who represented several Cosby accusers who testified against him, says the court's decision must be devastating for his accusers. And also the overturned conviction should not be interpreted as a statement or a finding that he did not engage in the acts of which he has been accused. He could still get thousands of dollars in public appearances after he's uh, now that he's been released from prison. And so as you can imagine, I'm sure there's going to be some interviews coming soon. Felicia Rashad also posted, Finally, a terrible wrong is being righted. A miscarriage of justice is corrected. Then she backtracked and said, I fully support survivors of sexual assault coming forward. My post was in no way intended to be insensitive to their truth. Personally, I know from friends and family that such abuse has lifelong residual effects. My heartfelt wish is for healing. Now, Janet Hubert also weighed in and responded. You know her from The Fresh Prince. She said, Felicia, what are you thinking? I don't know you, but to say this was terribly wrong. Everyone knew what he was doing back then. How could you not? Get your umbrella, sister. Here comes the ish shower. I'm outraged that he's been released. Yes, he is an old-ass guilty man. I would have said he's old. He's out, and I'm happy for him, but he's still guilty. I know five women who have not come forward. Enough. Y'all know we know better. Powerful men do wrong things, black or white. And uh, other people responded as well. Timbaland posted uh, Bill Cosby with Jell-O Pudding Pops. Who wants a Jell-O Pudding Pop? I'm home now. I see said, oh, ish Bill Cosby might be touching back down on the bricks. Hot boy summer. Lil Duval said Bill Cosby about to be free. City boy win summer 2021. Now, Mark Lamont Hill posted Bill Cosby is not innocent. He has not been exonerated. His release means that Cosby, a sexual predator, was incarcerated within a criminal legal system that has as little regard for its own rules and procedures as Cosby does for his victims. So everybody's weighing in.
3: Mm. Yeah. Again, uh, what we said earlier, too, that doesn't mean that he's innocent, but it does mean that the, the judicial system did something illegal against the law and locked him up with that. And uh, he's probably going to sue. He's probably going to sue that judicial system.
1: Yeah, if if you're someone who believes there is or was a conspiracy to get Bill Cosby, the way Pennsylvania law enforcement handled that case, uh, what they're calling an illegal incarceration of Bill
3: Cosby, will definitely Mm -hmm. give those conspiracy theorists a lot more ammunition.
5: All right, well, that is your rumor reports.
3: All right, now don't forget, Ask uh, Yee comes up after Donkey of the Day. So you can get on the phone lines right now. 800-585-1051 If you need relationship advice or any type of advice You can call ye right now But up next, Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? You know, today is July 1st Uh, I want to talk to A young
1: person named Michael Deshesne. Michael Deshesne needs to come to the front Of the congregation. We would like to have a word
3: with him, please All right, we'll get into that next Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never Be the same
5: Hey, it's Angela Yee. Don't let weak hair hold you back. Carol's Daughter's Goddess Strength Collection supports hair as it gets longer for hair that's 15 times stronger after one use. Available at carolsdaughter.com and your local retailer.
4: You 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 are a donkey.
10: It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eyes. They want
3: this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves.
4: Let's go.
0: They had to make a judgment yeah, of who was going to be on the Donkey of the Day. They chose you. <laughs> yes. It's a
4: breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today?
1: Well, Donkey of the Day for Thursday, July 1st, goes to Michael Deshesne. Now, Michael Deshesne is from Maine, okay? And on Sunday morning at around 5 a.m., deputies got a call about a possible theft from a motor vehicle. Remember that song? Mm-hmm. Five o'clock
5: in the morning. Where you mm-hmm. gonna be? Outside. I don't know. Who sang Bahamidea? that? Oh, that's I think so. Oh. Let me double check that.
1: Drop on a clue bomb for Bahamadia. even if it's not your song. Meet mm-hmm. to you this morning. Good morning. Uh, well, they searched the area and saw what they thought was a possible suspect walking, so they stopped him, questioned him, and determined that Michael Deshesne had nothing to do with the original theft, all right? But Mr. Deshesne did have an outstanding warrant for oh, theft. Oh, it's
5: nonchalant.
1: Nonchalant. Oh, Sorry, guys. Dropping Sorry, the clues nonchalant. Dropping a clue nonchalant. Good morning. Nonchalant. Okay? But uh, Mr. Deshesne did have an outstanding warrant for theft, so he got arrested for that warrant. Well, Michael let them know he had enough money for bail, so the bail commissioner was contacted immediately. I don't know why I'm even telling y'all this story.
8: Let's go to the Charlotte Observer for the report, please. Michael DeScesne was initially stopped Sunday morning after being mistaken for a suspect in another investigation, however, he's now facing charges including theft and forgery. Around 5 AM, deputies got a call about a possible theft from a motor vehicle. While searching the area, Deputy Duane Fay located a possible suspect walking and stopped to question him. Investigation determined that Michael DeScesne had nothing to do with the original theft call and was walking home after having an argument with a female friend. But, DeScesne had an outstanding warrant for theft. DeSgesen was arrested on the theft warrant and granted an immediate meeting with the bail commissioner after saying he had enough money for bail. His money turned out to be two counterfeit $100 bills. DeSgesen was denied bail and returned to jail with the additional mm. charge of forgery. Mm-hmm.
10: It's a fake. It was a
1: fake. <laughs> now I would never claim to be the highest grade of weed in the dispensary nor am I the strongest avenger. But what I do know that if I get arrested, right, I get arrested for one charge and I have to pay a bail. I don't think it would behoove me to pay said bail with counterfeit money. Okay, y'all have to stop making the N-word a black thing. Niggas gonna nig regardless of race. Okay, and that's what this situation was. I'm telling you, we live in an era where people are curating their own reality. Okay, Michael really made himself believe that the counterfeit $100 bills he had in his pocket was real. Same way y'all wake up every day and play make-believe about your lives on social media. See, the worst person you can lie to is yourself. My daddy would always tell me that when you lie, you're not lying to me, you're lying to yourself. And Michael Deshesne clearly was lying to himself. Now, he came back later, okay, according to the New York Post, and posted bail with what is being described as authentic U.S. currency. But it was too late. Uh, He already got slapped with the forgery charge. Okay, the moral of the story is some people are real. Some people are good, some people are fake, and some people are real good at being fake. That really had nothing to do with anything. It was just a shot at the color of Envy's beard because that color too is as fake as the $100 bills Michael was using to pay his bail.
10: It's a fake.
1: Please let Remy Ma give Michael
3: DeSesne the (laughs) biggest hee Hee-haw, hee-haw. You stupid mother Are you dumb? All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm-hmm. Up next, ask ye 800-585-1051 if you need relationship advice, any type of advice. Maybe you work with a hater that talks bad about you and lies about your beard. You whoa, 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 no, whoa, not fake.
1: whoa. Let the record show. I'm not on Zoom, but I did see a glimpse of you on Instagram because Nick is recording video. Mm. Boy, you got that black mate beard shining for the car, What is it? Uh, it's Matt. Matt. <laughs> Matt. It's Matt. But.
3: Between the two you of you. You sure y'all. it's not an E at the end? It is an E. solid.
1: Well, you said you got Matt on your face. I don't know who Matt is, okay? Oh but boy, it's that, that color. That's what it
3: is. You're jealous.
1: You're I jealous think jealous. we have
5: some good audio of Charlemagne from the other day. We need to make sure that's in the system, too. What what I say? We'll play it next when we come back. What did I say? Like before Angela.
1: I don't like off the cup. punch.
3: <laughs> I said it in Ask Ye?
5: We're going to get it for you. Stay tuned for that.
3: All right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
0: Come on, mom. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice? Call up now for Ask Yee. Keep the bread.
3: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? What up, though?
8: What up, what up though,
5: Jay?
3: What's your question for Yee?
8: I got a girl for three years. Back in February, I had a little incident aggressively in my DMs. Mm. I entertained the conversation. It wasn't unphysical. It still doesn't excuse. Because that, lost her trust. You know, I finally kind of got out the doghouse probably like last month. Mm-hmm. She agreed to kind of, you know, fix on the trust and stuff. But I'm seeing some of the lasting effects of that one situation still show up in some small conversations we have, because we're basically trying to rebuild the trust. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking, because of what I did, she kind of like lost hope on like the overall marriage and her view of, because before this, she thought she had to pitch a perfect look. You know, and I'm kind of in the middle rut of I plan on marrying her, you know what I'm saying? Right. I really apologize, made up for all this stuff. This is my end-all, be-all. She kind of like, well... She's comfortable, she does love me, but it's this trust and these other small things where now she kind of like lost that belief, kind of like a kid losing mm-hmm. a belief, that like they parent being a superhero or something.
5: Right, okay. So
8: I don't really know how to fix this. I, I, I want marriage at the end of it, but I don't know if this is an uphill battle for me to just get through. Well, it's definitely an or... uphill
5: battle, and let me say this. Number one, you should be thankful that she's even giving you another chance, right? Because she could have easily said it's over and really cut you off. So you have to respect her process and her time. This just happened in February. Mm -hmm. So the fact that it took some time for you to get her trust, even enough for her to even speak to you again and get you out of the doghouse, of course it's going to still come up in conversations, right? You know, you know you were wrong. You, You said it wasn't physical. So that's, you know, a positive thing, but of course it makes her have doubts. It makes her doubt what the, the relationship was real. It's real things that you go through as a woman when you find out your man, and I'm sure as a man, too, uh, that somebody has cheated on you. Now, all you can do is show her you got to show her that that will never happen again. You have to rebuild that trust, find out what it is that she needs from you for you for her to be able to trust you again and you have to really show by example like I'm not doing anything wrong you can have right. access to what you can have access to me at any time and I want you to be comfortable and respect that process for her because you did mess up. It is going to be an uphill battle. At least you're back in the door, though, because there's some times that there's no coming back from this. So that does give you some hope. But also respect her time and process. Don't try to push her into marriage right now when she's still not too certain about the relationship. Oh, rel- yeah, no. Mm-hmm.
8: Not, not soon. I, I just know that's, that's just something that on my book, outside of hers, I haven't written off. Right. You know, I'm not putting a time frame on it. I just know where I would want things to go. I know it's work to be done, and I'm already been doing most of it. That's how I got as far as I am now, and I'm not done, of course. Yeah. But
5: go hard, know. man. Just like you if you're trying sweep to win that. under the
8: rug. That might bite me in the butt later. But...
5: Yeah, don't sweep anything under the rug. You got to be open and honest. Any questions that she has, answer them.
8: Don't get bitten Even if the she... butt either.
5: Yeah. even if she Beautiful. even if she brings it up a million times you know you gotta comfort her a million times about it let her know it had nothing to do with anything wrong with her it was you just being stupid and right. make sure that you know if she make sure you're not ever gonna do this again don't waste her time of course alright but well, I feel hopeful for you
8: I appreciate the advice Ms. D
5: if there's anything if there's anything we can do let us know
8: peace King I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
3: Ask ye 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Get <probabilistic> some real
0: advice with Angela Yee.
3: It's Ask ye. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask ye. Hello. Who's this?
5: Good morning.
7: Yeah, my name is Mandy.
5: Hey, Mandy. How you feeling today? What's your question, honey?
7: I'm good. I just got off work and um, I listen to you guys every morning. So I'm glad I finally got a chance to talk to you.
1: Thank you. Mm
7: -hmm. (laughs) Well, I'm having relationship issues with my mother and I'm kind of feeling like I want to just cut her off because we can't get along. And the reason for that is because she didn't raise me. She was in jail most of my time growing up. So I was in 17 different foster homes. So oh, wow. I do carry a little resentment about that. And Charlamagne, I do go to therapy. I know you advocate for that all Amazing. the time. Amazing. So I am talking to a, a therapist about my issues. But um, I was just wondering if you had any advice on how we can try to build our relationship up. Because I'm a mother now and I want my children to have their grandmother in their life. But she's so toxic to me where to the point where I have panic attacks and I hyperventilate and stuff because she stresses me out so much.
5: You know, you got to take care of you, right? Because clearly, like your whole life growing up, she's your biological mother by blood, but she hasn't raised you like you said. And I think for you, in order to have a healthy relationship with your own child, I don't want you to have panic, panic attacks or have somebody in your life who is toxic, as you said to you. So even though, you know, you guys are related by blood, It's kind of a relationship that isn't beneficial to you. Is there anything positive?
7: I mean, she does help me with the kids because I am a single mom. But it's like I have to trade that she's my primary caregiver for them so I can work. So I have to depend on her for that. And then it's like if I didn't have to deal with her for the child care, we probably would have a better relationship Mm because we can get along when we're not in the same zip code.
5: <laughs> okay, so have, have you guys tried to go to any type of counseling together? I know you're in it for yourself, but what about for her?
7: <laughs> it's funny you say that because she, I told her I was in therapy after I went to a couple sessions, and she was like, oh, I need to come with you so I could tell my side of the story. Okay. And I'm like, I don't want you there because I don't want it to be a screaming match. You know, I just want to be able to get my frustrations out.
5: Right. Cuz I think it's great that you're working on yourself. It feels like maybe she needs to work on herself independent of you before you guys can even get to the space where you can sit down together in therapy. Yeah.
7: Well, you can you know how moms are. You can't tell them nothing. They, they do everything right and that's how she is. She doesn't hold herself accountable for anything that happened in my childhood. She just basically is telling me to get over it.
5: Mm-hmm. And then you have to also think about your reactions, right? Because sometimes you can't change a person, but what you can change is how you react to them. So what about that for you?
7: I mean, I'll just block her from being able to call me. But
5: then the kids are like, oh, we miss Granny. We want to go to Granny's house. Right. Is there a way that they can see her without you having to be around that much? Yeah, we probably could work something out if
7: she if she wants to. But We haven't had that conversation yet. I think it's more of a... Um, she is really enjoying her freedom you know so I always worry because I pay
5: her for childcare oh and yeah I, she she nickel and dimes me on everything Wow she's, so she's not just doing it because she's their grandmother she's also getting paid for it
7: yes <laughs> so I worry that when she when they do go over there she's gonna be taxing me just to spend time with them.
5: Yeah, that's a tough one. But I will say you should let her know. Be like, look, if you want to be involved in my children's life, I need you to work on getting some help for yourself. And this is for us to work on our relationship together also. If she really cares about wanting to be in your life, You know, and can acknowledge like, because obviously you do hold resentment. She hasn't been there for you. You've been in and out of 17 foster homes. And so all of this is not anything that you're to blame for, you know, and she and clearly she's got her own issues. Right. That she's done the thing that she's done. We don't know what experiences she had while she was locked up. That's something that could help improve her life. But I will say that sometimes if somebody is that toxic in your life, they shouldn't really be in your life like that. And you have to put yourself first.
7: Yeah, you're right. Thank you so much. I was really struggling with that. I I don't want to just cut her out completely, but it's, for me, it would be a lot better for my mental health.
5: Yeah, it might just be limited. That's all. It might have to just be extremely limited until she's able to show you that she could step up to help herself. And that's not just for you. That's for her, you know?
7: Exactly, and her relationships with people, too, because everybody knows how toxic she is. Everybody can see it but her.
5: Right. Okay. Well, that's what I recommend. Like, unless she can step up and work on herself, just keep those interactions limited. Your peace of mind is number one. You're right. I'm going to have to let her
7: know that. I think I might just write her a letter because it's hard for us to have conversations without turning into an argument or a blame game, you know. So i am trying to put that in a letter to her. Maybe I can reach her better that way.
5: And I'm happy that you're working on you, girl. That's so important. Yeah. I have to, to be a better mom, you know. <laughs> yeah, prioritize you and your children. That's it. That's the family.
3: All right. Thank you. Thank You're you, welcome. guys. All right. Ask E, 800-585-1051. If you, got any, if you need any relationship advice, you can call her up. Now, we got rumors on the way?
5: Well, speaking about toxic relationships with parents, let's talk about Britney Spears and her conservatorship and what this latest ruling is all about.
3: All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
10: The tea.
0: This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
5: So Britney Spears' lawyer has asked the judge in her conservatorship case to get her father, Jamie Spears, out as the conservator of her estate. But the judge has said he's going to stay for now, at least. You know, they asked for this back in November as well. And the judge also denied the request back then. So they have to uh, file certain papers And so they did file these documents just recently, but they said that um, right now Jamie is going to stay as co-conservator, and they also uh, have noted that the judge signed this order to keep this in place after Britney Spears' testimony last week. So Britney does want her father out entirely. She also says that she feels like he should be locked up. And um, so for now, that is still in place. People were mad.
3: People were mad at me when I said that, you know, I I think that there's two sides to every story. and, And they should have a doctor be able to do that and a therapist be able to see what's going on and not they just. They do though, the don't, judge. They? don't
1: they? Don't they? Doesn't she have a psychiatrist? Didn't they say they was going to put out psychiatrist like- records?
5: Now, you know, he does make millions of dollars off of her. Um, it's a lot of people that make millions of dollars off in Britney. In her conservatorship. And he also has said that he has not had any involvement in Britney's personal conservatorship or making any personal decisions on her behalf for nearly two years. He said he hasn't even spoken to her in a long time because he's been cut off from communicating with her as well.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's what, you know what I'm saying? But um, I just I just hope, I pray for Britney Spears' uh, mental health because clearly something is... Is mm-hmm. not right, right? Like they wouldn't Correct. even be able to do all of this if, you know, there wasn't something going was on okay. with her her, right. her mental.
5: Well, this has been since two thousand eight that this was instilled. And, you know, she talks about a lot of things about being put on lithium, about being forced to perform in Vegas and do this um, you know, this residency. And I feel like if she was really undergoing that much stress and having that many issues, how are you forcing her to perform all the time and work? Do you force somebody to perform though? It's part of her agreement and that she had to do it. And to make money. And Iggy Azalea actually spoke out in support of Britney Spears recently. She alleges that Britney's father, Jamie Spears, made her sign an NDA before their 2015 performance, but not to sign an NDA, but she said that um, what happened was he made her do her minutes before she was about to get on stage. She said, I, I saw her restricted from even the most bizarre and trivial things, like how many sodas she was allowed to drink. Why is that even necessary? Her father conveniently waited until literally moments before our BMA's performance when I was backstage in the dressing room and told me if I did not sign an NDA, he would not allow me on stage. The way he went about getting me to sign a contract sounded similar to the tactics Brittany spoke about last week in regards to her Las Vegas show. Jamie Spears has a habit of making people sign documents while under duress, it seems. And Britney Spears should not be forced to coexist with that man when she's made it clear it is negatively impacting her mental health. This is not right at all.
1: Yeah, Brittany probably really needs real psychiatric care and she can't get it because you know, every, every, everybody wants money. So she's going out there, she's doing shows, they're trying to act like everything's all right, keeping her away from people, when the reality is she probably needs real, real, real psychiatric care in a real way.
5: All right, so we'll see what happens as this has all been made public recently. Now on some good news, Megan Thee Stallion is giving away $1 million in stock. This is all part of a campaign that she's doing with Cash App, and it comes alongside an Investing for Hotties campaign. Here's what she said. I want to talk to you about one of my keys to success making my money work for me. Here's some wisdom for you.
7: It can be a good idea to spread your investments across different companies, industries, asset types, and markets. That's called diversification, and it's a great way to help manage risk. Investing a little here and a little there, a little at a time means that when the market waters get choppy, you might be able to take a
5: hit without your whole ship sinking. Well, I'm all for that. As y'all know, I work with this app called Public that's all about investing. And it's great for people who are first-time investors to educate yourself on, yes, diversifying, but also even getting started in the stock market. So um, I think that's amazing. So shout out to Meg the Stallion Shoot for that.
1: Thank you, Megan. Mm-hmm.
5: All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report.
1: And listen, oh, I, I want to say happy born day uh, to my sister, You know, uh, our our friend who I love dearly, the force of Grenadian nature known as Amanda Seals. Amanda turned 40 years old today, okay? Happy birthday. Happy birthday, A whole big 40, like an ounce of old English, okay? And 40 special, do y'all remember when y'all turned 40?
5: I don't know what I did.
1: I I, I remember. It's
5: been a regular party. No, but I'm just saying. I do a party every year.
1: You remember the feeling you had, the energy? Mm-hmm. is this something about 40 it's like you walking into like a, a a new dimension it's like you have a different understanding of yourself and who you are and you know just watching you know amanda seals evolve into the woman that she is it's, it's, it's been a pleasure and when okay. i and when i tell you the best is yet to come for Nettie daughter the best is yet to come for Nettie daughter amanda Seals. so happy birthday
3: amanda happy also morning. Happy birthday to uh, Caesar's daughter, my partner, flipping New Jersey. His daughter is, turned 16 today. Do y'all remember where y'all was when y'all were 16?
1: Yo, don't be stepping on my Amanda <laughs> Seals 40 if to wish other people happy born day, yo. Okay? There's
3: always more, more than one person now. Uh, happy I don't care! They happy don't born care day to me. Caesar's Damn. daughter, though.
1: All right?
3: <laughs> she's she's, wow. she's 16. Okay? <laughs> 16. That wasn't today. nice. Happy born day. All right? I was waiting for a big joke, something that was coming around. You, are you thinking about one? Don't, well, do, that, Nancy, don't do that, if you take
7: 40 and 16 together, you can this Okay, that's weight. your rumor report. Thank <laughs> you all so much. I, it. I was
3: waiting for it. Goodness gracious. I, at
1: least it's his formal weight, though, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, you, all right. <laughs> I hate y'all. You, I you, can
1: fat, you can fat shame people when they're not
3: fat no more. No. All right. Now, well, when we come back, we got the People's Choice mix. Get your request in. Shout the revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. What you going to play for, Amanda Seals?
5: And don't forget, we, Bobby Brown and Keith are joining us, right?
3: Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah After the mix, we're going to be kicking it with Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown. It's The Breakfast
5: Club. Versus tonight. Let's go. It's time to wake up.
0: Yeah, It's The Breakfast Club. It's going going
5: down. Audible has everything you want to listen to. All the latest bestsellers, new releases, and popular podcasts, plus exclusive titles you'll only find on Audible. And it's all in one app. Get your first audiobook free when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audible.com slash breakfast club.
3: Morning everybody, it's DJ Envy Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy, we are the Breakfast Club. We got two legends. Man, on the line legends right now. might
1: be an understatement for these two brothers.
3: The icons. We have Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown. Welcome, fellas. Thank you. What's Thank going you. on with you, baby? So how did this versus come about? Who reached out to who? Who agreed? How, how did it happen? Break it down.
6: Well, you know, me and Bob been to do it, you know what I'm saying? We was talking back and forth. You know what I'm saying? We got nothing but love for each other. So, we've been talking about this for may, ooh, maybe about four or five months, you know what I'm saying? But it's just at the right time and the right opportunity. And, you know, as, as now, you know, the timing is right, you know what I'm saying? So, well, I've agreed to it. I agree to do it, you know what I'm saying? And, We spoke about it and here we we are.
5: I got to ask you guys this because we had a debate on The Breakfast Club about this already, about what songs you are going to play, what can you play. Can you play songs that you wrote for other people? Uh, Bobby, can you play some of those old new edition songs from back in the day? Like, what are the rules? Because you guys have so many songs you could play just as solo songs. But will you dig into those?
10: We're going to celebrate and dig into all the crates, just to, you know, make it even and fair. Um, we're going to celebrate each other, you know, um, I love Keith Sweat. I love his music and, um, he's my brother, just like he was saying earlier. Um, so we're just looking forward to celebrating each other.
5: Are yeah. y'all going to be in the room together? Yes, we will yeah. be in the room.
6: Yeah, yeah.
5: Bobby,
3: are you going to dance? Are you going to pull out a couple of dance moves on him one good time?
10: I don't know. I don't know. We don't, we, we don't, you know, <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen yet. Gonna, okay. You just have to watch and and and,
6: and see what's going to happen. I think Bob I think Bob got something planned for me. I don't know. The way he talk about it, we going to watch what's going to happen. you Yo, you ain't you ain't even smiling. You know when Bob say that he's saying that with a straight face. I'm kind of like, Hold up, let's play fair, boy."
7: <laughs>
6: hey, if
1: you got to take the auto tune off your laptop, bro. You don't you you sound like these new with the auto <laughs>
6: It now must be the Wi-Fi. Yeah. It's the, the Wi-Fi in this hotel, man. I'm in a hotel. I'm not home. Now, now, both of you guys, you know, I, I know Bobby, I know Keith.
3: Y'all both like to talk your ish. And you guys have been very calm recently. But I know it has to get to a point where Bobby gets into Bobby Brown and Keith gets into OG Keith Sweat and y'all start going back into talking your ish. That's that's what I'm waiting for. When does that happen? When does Bobby Brown say, had right, enough of this nice stuff and get on his ish? And then when does Keith Sweat get into that OG Harlem? I heard,
6: I heard you talking your ish yesterday. See, there go. I, I, I heard said, you talking your ish yesterday when he was asking what's up and you been you I heard you. I you heard, heard him. He got Bobby.
3: I said, I got Bobby yeah. on this. That's what oh, I no, said. Where you from? Where,
6: where you from? <laughs> I'm from New York. Oh, oh, okay. Now, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 they they asked
1: me. I said I can't pick, man. This is a tough one. That's like, what
6: you, was, well, you did. You said the right thing. i am just being you honest. The right, the right thing. I can't pick. You said the right thing. The one on the left said on my computer on the left said something else. I'm just, I'm listening looking at him. I said, "Where he from? He must be
5: from."
6: Kentucky. I said, "He must be from Kentucky. He must be from Kentucky." I <laughs>
5: What about surprise guests? Are y'all, y'all got some surprise guests lined up for us too. Well, we have DJ
10: Cassidy who's gonna um, who's gonna be hosting, and uh, we're looking forward to that. He's a good friend. But uh, the surprise is to see me and Keith live. You know, that's gonna be the big surprise.
1: Keith, do, do, do you and Bobby? Do y'all miss being on the
6: road? Does it feel like a show? No, I mean it, it feels good. It feels like a show, but it you know I've been on the road lately, recently, so. I mean, I don't really miss being on the road like that, you know. I mean, I was getting used to just being home, but now that we're doing this, you know, it, it's refreshing. It feels good. You know, I can't wait, you know. Uh, like I said, you know, you don't really hear the music like this. I mean, they don't make music anymore. So, you know, because you got a, young, uh, you got a, a lot of uh, youngsters that don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? I saw some of the comments. You know, I'm like, oh, they just don't know. <laughs> I, I, I was
1: I was debating. I got a homegirl named Ashley. Ashley is a, a a pro assistant program director in Houston. And she said, Man, Bobby gonna wash uh Keith Sweat. I said, Yeah, you feel like that cause you're twenty something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't know you don't you don't know any better. She said, Keep sweat got three songs. I said, That's I can't you, talk man. to you. I said, Me and you can't even have a conversation, Ashley.
6: Three songs.
1: <laughs> That's what she said. She was looking at Billboard. So she's looking at like what? What? What the hits were? Right. That, that's what. That's all she saw. That's all she saw.
6: Sun, sun, so like, just ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> like, how
5: hard? How hard was it to narrow it down to twenty songs, too? Because I'm sure that had to be difficult with the catalogs you guys both have. For me, that was the easy part.
10: Um, you just picked the songs that you know people are gonna want to hear. I just wanted to reminisce on on all of the music that that I have recorded ever. And play those, you know. That's 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 the that's the easiest way to do this. Um and make it make it special. Make it a special event.
1: And I'ma tell you something else too, uh Bobby. Keith, the reason the reason it, it feel a little one sided is because of the new edition in the Bobby Brown movie. So it introduced that catalogue to a whole new generation of people. That's what it that's all it is. Yeah, I mean I enjoyed
6: the new edition movie myself, you know I mean I learned a lot. I just ain't do my documentary yet, you know? I mean, yeah, you know. so it's that's coming. Right. It's coming. But you gonna school them tonight, Keith. I mean, I, you know what I do. I got executive dudes my joint and then give it to them. Let them show show it. They, that's right. they game. You gonna school do them do tonight though. Yet. That's why oh, I hope
1: yeah. that's why I hope you play some of the records that you wrote as well. The guy records, the Johnny Kemp. I hope you really show
5: them. LSG. LSG. Oh, cut close.
1: Cut close. I want you to silk. silk. Like I want you to man, really think in your be, bag. Listen, listen,
6: listen, listen. We just celebrate music. I'm just happy to be doing what I'm doing, <laughs> and I'm not playing my man no mind from Kentucky. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, and let that. Hey, Keith, let them know light skin just want to be you.
2: You heard uh, what Drake no, said. Let,
6: you heard let, what Drake you know said. What? Hey, hey, let, let me tell you what. He just mad because last, when I was there the last time, what we said. Y'all remember what we said the last time I was there. You know what I'm saying? He, he was born off of me. He was mad. He mad. He's still mad. He's still holding that grudge. On He's still holding that grudge last time. You know what I'm saying? Y'all remember what happened. He's still holding that grudge. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, Aw, sweat, sweat wasn't there on me. I'm mad, man. Yeah. Ain't going
5: nothing. <laughs> he did say why didn't they ask me to DJ and why they got Cassidy, so
6: I didn't say that. Stop lying, man. Don't pick up live. He probably, probably, did. He probably did. He probably did. He probably did. He probably did. You know what I'm saying? What is Hayden? Uh-huh. What is Hayden <laughs> A. He probably did with his hating ass. <laughs> <now.
3: laughs> y'all got any new music coming out after this? Any new music y'all, y'all releasing after this? Because this the time.
6: Yeah, I've been in the studio. I've been working, 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 working in the studio. So, you know, it's going, you know, we just been working, doing our thing. I just, I've just been writing, writing and uh, singing and doing a bunch, of, a bunch of things in the studio, you know. Uh, me and Bob was supposed to be doing something in the studio, but Bob left me hanging.
5: Uh, <laughs> damn, Bob. Come on, Bobby. <laughs> got to make that happen. Was
10: there,
1: ever a time, <laughs> was there ever a time back in the day y'all was supposed to connect and do something?
6: I'm gonna keep it 100. Me and Bob, like, Bob is so official to me, you know, cause like when my mom was dying, he came over there and cooked dinner for my mom and all kind of stuff, man. So like, that's family for real, you know what I'm saying? That's real family for real. And and the crazy part about it, Bob might have had issues with everybody else in the game when he came, when, you know, he was doing his thing. Me and him was always tight, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We always had a profound respect for each other, man. So that's not gonna change, you know what I'm saying? It's always been like that from day one when we met, and it's always gonna be like that.
5: Well, we're looking forward to watching tonight, hearing some great stories, and seeing two legends come together, and hearing some great music. So make Absolutely. sure you guys tune in tonight, right? We can watch it on trailer, obviously on Instagram, on Versus TV, on Apple, 8 p.m. Eastern, is that right?
3: Yeah, 8 p.m. Eastern, that's right. That's so right. This, out this Bobby this, Brown, Keep Sweat.
1: Shout te- out to Essence, too,
5: because you know it's Essence Festival time, so I want to make sure we shout them out. I think this is really dope to do it during this time. Hey,
1: this this that OG sweaty forehead cognac music. I'm going to be like this the whole night, dabbing my forehead, <laughs> drinking my yak the whole night. Get it ready, then.
6: That's right. Yeah, we, it's going to be epic. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate that. Peace, All right. pe- peace All Legends. Right, All right, peace out, y'all. Peace.
3: Don't forget also my car show. Two days away, man. I'm so excited. I'm out in Atlanta right now. Cars, Chella, Atlanta. Make sure you get your tickets. You got a positive note, Charlamagne?
1: I do, man. My positive note is simple. Um, For everybody out there seeking any type of validation, just know God's approval is enough.
2: Breakfast club, bitches. <laughs> y'all finished or y'all done?